Hello, you are listening to The Saber Spot on 88.5 FM WCUG Cougar Radio. I am Ashley Peterson, Editor-in-Chief of The Saber. Today we'll be discussing relationships in college and all of the intricacies that go in along with that subject. And today we have here Paige Adams, one of the reporters for The Saber. Hello, I am Paige Adams, and like you said, I'm a reporter with The Saber. Yeah, and so I know that you've been doing some research into this topic and, you know, specifically how relationships might uh, be affected by a student's status of being in college and things like that. And so, you know, what kind of steps did you take to look into this? So I actually reached out to Dr. Tiffany Burzins, an assistant professor in the psychology department. And she had some responses that was very helpful to my questions and my research. Um, I was really interested in how the pressures of school can compile with maybe the pressures of a relationship, especially during finals and during the holidays as we're coming up on that time. Mm -hmm. Um, Her responses really were, struck me as very positive um, in in the sense that relationships are tend to be more beneficial and healthy for the student um, dealing with school because it can help relieve some of those pressures um, in many ways and it can be a healthy uh, release of stress in general. For sure and so as far as that goes did she talk about you know any specific studies or things that have been done to see exactly how relationships impact a college student and vice versa? Yeah, one study that she um, referenced that was very interesting to me um, commented on the health benefits physically and mentally um, and that life expect um, life expectancy can be lengthened. So one study that Dr. Burzins referenced that um, struck me as interesting um, talked about the health benefits that can come with being in a relationship. Uh, physical and mental health benefits. Um, specifically, she mentioned that um, one of the that social connectedness can actually serve as one of the strongest predictors in life expectancy, um, even when put up against other things such as obesity and such as obesity, exposure to air pollution, and physical activity, um, which I found to be pretty surprising, actually. For sure. It is interesting to think, you know, just how social humans are as creatures, because even whenever we have fulfilled, you know, some of our basic needs, like, you know, we have a roof over our head and food and things like that, there is still that need for social connectedness, even when it might come at the cost of other things like studying. And I'm very interested in how, you know, planning for relationships and even friendships can kind of um, interact with the rest of your life whenever you're a college student because it might take time away from things like studying or you know going to actual classes and so was there any more studies about you know any possible conflicts that might have Yeah, actually, just on that again, though, um, I just did want to say also on the health benefits of it um, that she, Dr. Burson's also mentioned it would be actually, on the other hand, unhealthy for us to not cut out time to spend with our partners for those of us who are in relationships because it, it kind of counters that 
in a sense. And in addition to the life expectancy, she did also talk about how relationships can be closely tied and linked to um, stress and then linked to colds and flus, which as we're coming upon cold and flu season seems very relevant. For sure. And I mean, what was the connection? Did it seem to lower your risk for things like that or did it seem to increase them? So assuming that you're in a healthy relationship, it would lower your risk. Um, The more time you're spending with your partner that's helping reduce your stress, the more likely you are to stay on the better side of your immune health. Um, On the other hand, though, if you are in an unhealthy relationship, it can backfire in the same sense. But for the most part, um, the studies show that it's a positive outcome. That's really interesting because I do know that cortisol, which is the stress hormone, um, you know, whenever it's active, let's say in fight or flight, whenever it's active, let's say in fight or flight, you know, your immune system does lower in its um, activity to allow the rest of your body to kind of, you know, fight off whatever it is, even if it is, you know, an unhealthy relationship or stress about school. So that is very interesting to know how directly, you know, your relationship can affect your actual physical health. And so did she talk about any more kind of drawbacks of relationships in college or anything like that? Um, She certainly did warn against the dangers of an unhealthy relationship and how it can um, do the opposite effect of what we were talking about in the healthy sense. Um, If you're noticing that your partner is becoming overtly pressuring or um, is becoming a bad influence on you in some way, that's something that you definitely need to be able to recognize and and speak up about how you're feeling in the relationship. Um, Hopefully, if you can articulate to your partner what you want and need, you can work on those things. But in some cases... Um, partners are just bad influences. And so just be aware of that. For sure. And I think that's especially applicable in college when people are changing so much and might be a little more, I don't know, vulnerable to, you know, some certain influences in their life. And so you talked about too how, you know, she said that it was very important when you do have a relationship in order to maintain it and your health, you do need to make time for that person. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, your significant other can definitely serve as your motivator, but also if they're letting you know, like, hey, you're working too much, you're, you need to take a break and spend some time with me. I need you to spend time with me and you need that for yourself. They're probably right. And you should take that time for yourself and, and make sure you're being there for yourself as well as your partner. Mm-hmm. That it's very close to home personally, so (laughs) good to hear. And I hope, um, you know, other people can also take it to heart because I do think it's hard, especially in college, whenever you have such pressure to work very hard at school. And also if you have the pressure to like, you know, pay rent and earn money, it can be very hard to justify making time for other things. So maybe one motivator can be that it can directly affect your physical health in such a yeah, direct way. Like, hey, get your flu shot and spend time with your partner. You're exactly. Good. <laughs> oh, I've done one of those things recently, not the <laughs> other. Um, but that is very, very interesting. And so did she have anything else to say kind of that, you know, as far as how relationships interact with the college lifestyle? 
Um, yeah, actually, she did also touch a bit about um, the stress of, you know, holidays and finals coming up and um, the pressure of maybe carving out time for a significant other amongst all of that. Um, on one hand, it can wind up being you're going to see a lot more of your partner. On the other hand, it can be you're going to see a lot less of them because maybe you're going home to family and you're going to be separated for a while. Um, but on the hand of if you're maybe traveling with them and going to be spending extra time with them, um, she did recommend maybe just trying to make sure you carve out moments throughout for yourself. Maybe you take a walk and breathe and listen to some music. Maybe you go to a yoga class, do some reading, whatever it is, so that you don't feel overwhelmed by everything, not only in your relationship with your significant other, but in your relationships with your family. So that's good advice for, I mean, both of those things as well as finals. Just take a moment for yourself, even if it's five minutes of listening to music. On the other hand, if you're going to be separated from your significant other, um, she didn't have quite exactly a suggestion for that. Maybe just <laughs> trying to keep in touch. Mm -hmm. Like you said, I mean, it is hard, but it is good to make that a direct priority because, you know, like you said, it can impact so many different parts of your life. And so it is hard to say because there's not a specific piece of advice when it comes to, you know, how can I make time? And the only solution is to try. <laughs> Absolutely. Because, you know, we, I believe my freshman year, we talked about, you know, at orientation, they made this diagram on the board and I believe one part was money and one part was friends and another part was grades. And so, you know, they said you can't have all three, <laughs> basically. And so uh, that really feels like it's kind of coming into play here. And I like to think that you can kind of have it all. But I do think that comes with a lot of planning and a lot of sacrifice in some areas, unfortunately. You have to be willing to certainly sacrifice in some areas in order to work on other areas and that can differ at different times and hopefully your partner can be understanding For when sure. they're the one being sacrificed but with time <laughs> exactly <laughs> and so um did she have anything else to say about you know dating in college and things like that or anything else about holidays and so you know i know that you might have a unique perspective on this as well Paige. um do you have anything to say as far as your personal experiences with romance in college and things like that yeah, absolutely. I am actually married and have been for quite some years now. Not, <laughs> not forever, but <laughs> a few at least. Mm -hmm. um, and most of the time that I've spent in college, I have been a married person. Um, it's been really hard. And honestly, also, my husband is in the military. He's gone a lot. So mm -hmm. even just on top of my schoolwork, his work mm -hmm. keeps him busy. And we sometimes don't see a lot of each other. And then sometimes we see too much of each other. <laughs> right. So I've been on both ends. Um, really, the thing for me is that we try to make sure we carve out like one night a week. That's kind of ours. And we can't do that every week. We try to. And if we can't, then we try to carve out maybe a moment here or there. Mm -hmm. But I think it's important to have little things. Like we try to make sure we have dinner together most of the time. Um, we just talk about our day and, you know, try not to be on our phones. Mm -hmm. So if you can just like have those little things you carve out for each other, it's more important to the other person than you realize. 
Oh, for sure. And I mean, I even have some experience with um, long distance dating, which is Mm -hmm. another thing of like, you know, you don't necessarily know when you'll be able to see them next. But there are some solutions like like you said, just committing to making a time such as, you know, FaceTime dates or things like that. Mm -hmm. Something I used to do with um, one of my friends whenever I moved towns when I was really young was we used to pull up a video online um, like a movie or something and so we'd be on the phone and be like okay start the video in three two one and so then we would basically be like watching a movie together you know mm-hmm. and so just things like that where you can kind of make the time together as authentic as possible even when you might not have all the time in the world to do it so yeah thank you so much did you have anything else you wanted to say um i just definitely want to add that it's important you be true to your needs um you know, definitely be aware of your partners and everything, but you have to take care of yourself before you can take care of anyone else. So be true to you. <laughs> For sure. And how applicable to like every relationship in your life. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but thank you so much for joining me today, Paige. I really appreciated it. And I hope that this will really um, come at a time whenever students really need it, especially with the time of year and everything. Um, so thank you so much, Paige. And thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. You can read Paige's article about relationships in college in our November 2019 issue, and that can be found on main campus and downtown campus, wherever there are stands. Thank you for listening to The Saber Spot on 88.5 FM WCUG. The Saber Spot was produced by Doria Lacey with the cooperation of the student staff of 88.5 WCUG Cougar Radio and the CSU Department of Communication Department Chair, Dr. Gibson. Dr. Bruce Getz is WCUG's faculty advisor. Thank you to Joe Miller, Saber faculty advisor. You can listen to this show and other shows like No Strangers Here on 88.5 FM, TuneIn, or SoundCloud. Just search our call letters WCUG.